Hello, our lovely Girl Awakening listeners. Welcome to 2023. I'm Jo Hendy from the Sacred Sister Project. I'm Amanda Parker of Mayala Organics. Come with us as we journey into this week's Awakening episode. I talk to a spirit. She comes in my dreams. She teaches me lessons. Good morning, Amanda. Morning, Jo. Here we are back on Girl Awakening. We've got the lovely Madonna Williams here again. So excited to have Madonna in this Yes, space. yes. Mm-hmm. So we had Madonna in last week, which um, you guys would have listened to. Well, it actually comes out today, so. Yeah, God, it's, we're, we're, we're crossing time zones we and are. years and everything with Madonna, but there was so much. In we're all first. crossing time <laughs> zones. Welcome, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is about crossing serious time. Yes. I can't believe that I'm back here. I know. Yeah. It feels a little bit deja vu-ish, but different. Yeah. Mm. Um, what's the number one reason you would want me to share more? Oh, uh, wow. There was you... so much in the <laughs> there first was so episode. Much to we had, we just were, there were so many conversations we had afterwards around what you shared yeah. and what you're all going to be hearing from th- Donna. The number one reason mm. is that you've had such an um, experienced mm. life. You know, and that's why you and where you sit right now is mm-hmm. in in such a beautiful spot. Mm. Um, that so many women will resonate because there's mm. so many different things mm. that went on with your life. You've had mm. grief, you know. You've had challenges. You've had you've had so many things. Families, family, yeah, mm. strengths, mm. relationships, all Jane. of that. And mm. we know there's places you didn't go that were mm. really important. I can't believe some <laughs> of the things that you sent to me later that you said, oh, I didn't speak about this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How could that not be a part of your awakening? Oh, but yeah, well, that's is. why, yeah. yeah. But I didn't, you know, like I was really aware of time in terms yeah. of the podcast time and being relatable to the audience so that they could physically sit and listen. And I know, look, I've been listening to your podcast and other podcasts and you go back and forth and back and forth. Mm, like, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you have the luxury of an, an hour and a half or two hours, that's beautiful mm. and to really immerse yourself in it. Um, and look, I think the journey that we went down in the first podcast, in the, an episode, um, the, the last one, I was so immersed in what I was talking about mm. and they were pretty big topics yeah. um, and I, I guess I didn't I, I didn't want to you know leave them give them the honor and the the divinity that they deserved absolutely in, in that way mm. but uh, yeah so and that's I did leave out perfect. a few things where we go is always perfect <laughs> yeah but yet there was so many little perfect moments still to come so we're gonna actually yeah. just hand it over okay mm. yeah okay well you know we did cover a lot and I did dive in pretty quickly deep mm. um, I guess the the parts that I left out um, look there was you know in the in that cancer journey in my 20s there was there was an, a melanoma part to that um, mm. which mm. I'd forgotten about because um, as we do, you know, once we've healed from something on a physical level, we we learn so much about the healing modalities that help us if we choose a more alternative path. And then we, you know, we support ourselves to a point where we start to thrive. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't look back. Um, but that melanoma journey, I guess, was pretty serious in that things have come back, you know. And, and I believe at the time, like, when I spoke in on the last episode um, I had suppressed a lot 
in the in the early years and I suppressed a lot of emotions in you know as, as a teenager and I got to the 20s and that cervical cancer popped up and it was a year later that the melanoma came and that was a year before mm-hmm. um, the first baby was mm. born our first beautiful boy Jack um, and it was that same year that uh, my grandfather died so it just everything happened yeah. at the one time you know so it was this big cracking open it was this awakening and in that process of, of, of pop dying and you know and learning the art of dying as well mm. you know and being with him as he passed and that whole spiritual experience I was having my own disease taking place mm. which had been um, I guess a culmination of all the you know a, a toxicity building up from from those years of suppression and and I guess negative thinking that I always had this radiant positive persona but with the circumstances of um, being a young girl and and all of the things that had happened in childhood and teens there were negative thoughts and I mean you you know let's face it we're human we have negative thoughts but I didn't have those tools back then of being able to and and even realizing that I had the power to clear my thoughts Um, when I look back at the way I embrace certain readings and the way that I embraced um, nature yes I definitely had some you know like I was embracing a lot of superpowers back then and and as children and as young adults we do in our own way Um, innately isn't it innately yeah yeah but with the you know there was obviously things that I hadn't learned yet Mm. and that was the power to calm my mind Mm. and the Mm. fact that yes negative thoughts are Mm. part of who we are and sometimes negative thoughts are important sometimes they protect us yeah you know Mm. it's not always about optimism and positivity a negative thought can come up for a reason where we need to create some space a boundary we need to feel safe Mm. so that's where negativity is is protective Um, And then there's unnecessary negative thoughts. And I guess that was my journey of, um, you know, all of this, the cancer that came up in my body uh, was the negative thoughts, but also the suppression of Mm. negative emotion, Mm. you know, the the grief, um, the anger, Mm. the the fear, all of that that I'd suppressed, I'd mastered the suppression of. And that's where this toxicity was stored in my body. And, you know, look, Um, the mind body connection that mind that emotional um, body connection so powerful um, the emotions Mm. that you know we that are affecting our organs and that it's showing up in our in our flow our meridian flow you know it's it's also relevant so that was the journey Um, once I started when I popped died I fell off the horse Uh, then I was Mm. forced to stop yeah. And I was forced to stop and learn how to overcome adversity. And I'm, as I mentioned in the last ep, and then that's when the meditation journey began. But this, this um, scar on my back was really interesting from the melanoma. It was um, um, like a really well-known skin specialist diagnosed it and, um, and then it was removed by a plastic surgeon. But it was level three, so it was, it was substantial. And... I accidentally saw it in a bottle. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And it was the size of a piece of, 
like a, a small piece of fish, I guess. Wow. Um, and, mm. you know, because they all obviously have to go a little bit deep and take the perimeters and whatnot. Mm. Um, and that was, that was what I needed to do back then because mm. it was substantial and, and I didn't have any knowledge um, whatsoever mm. at that point mm. in how I could deal with that. Um, yeah, so wow. that, that was removed and it was right at the back of my heart. Oh. Yeah, so there's this scar that's sort of just sort of um, a reminder, mm. not that I see it often, but yeah. occasionally it gets pointed out. Yeah. Um, that it's the back of my heart and it you know you have these scars you have these wounds whether they're on the outside mm. or the inside to remind you you, yeah. mm. you know remind you of your journey and what what did I learn what did I get out of that and and as we've you know mentioned quite a few times not what happens to you but for you so yeah. all of that stuff was the beginning of um, well not the beginning, yeah. but in the, in the 20s Part of, was definitely yeah. uh, an intense time for me, a very intense mm. time of pain and um, physical, emotional suffering to, to crack me open and to, to make some, some big choices about um, how do I deal with this? You know, how do I grow? How do mm. I evolve? And I guess all of that early childhood and the teen stuff that I delved into, the readings and you know, some of those spiritual connections that I already had, they started to then integrate. Mm. I started to turn inwards on a deeper level. Um, the meditation became really powerful. And even though I hadn't, you know, sort of, I, I, because I was so injured with my back, I hadn't started practicing postures, but I would read, I would, I'd prefer to get really old books on, on yoga, like quite old books. Yeah. and. Mm. I wanted to learn as traditionally as possible and then moved into more of a modern approach to integrate so I could be, I guess, you know, people could relate as well. But, you know, I find even now with the, the students, there's a dance between traditional and modern. Yeah. And so you're always um, navigating that and um, I guess curating your classes according to, you know, what that looks like. But anyway, so that was the melanoma journey. But mm. before, you know, I guess the biggest part that I left out, because, um, you know, we think of awakening with things that happen to crack us open and things that are tough in our life. Mm. But then there's also things that are truly um, breathtaking, you know, the, the travel that we do and the experiences that we have in nature mm. and the experience that we have with people. Mm. Um, and I did mention a lot my grandparents in the last episode and the impact they had on me. Um, you know, my parents were incredible people as well. My mum is, you know, she's she's my best friend. She's, um, yeah, she, if anyone makes me feel emotional, it's yeah. definitely her. Mm. And I think she has been through so much that uh, she's taught me wow. uh, resilience yeah, and, say, uh, yeah. and, and joy and love, like unconditional love under fire. Um, she, I think any parent that loses a child, let alone two, is like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if we spoke about the first passing, but we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I spoke about my parents and grandparents, and I guess because we went back. But mm. then... Um, I guess a big part of my awakening too was meeting my husband. Yeah, and that's, you a, know, that's a quite a 
it was big big thing really it, relationship yeah like it, that intimate relationship our relationships huge. you know greatest yeah. spiritual assignments yeah. and um, <laughs> and our children greatest yeah. spiritual assignments and you know look meeting my husband was um when i look back it was an awakening he you know i, I think i didn't realize until years into the relationship that i actually dreamt about him and i I dreamed of the person that I wanted to meet um, when I was younger mm. and when I was surrounded by a lot of heartbreak uh, and a lot of things that didn't work out for, for people, not just in my direct family but other people and mm. you know what how people suffer through relationships. So I used to dream about this guy and what he looked like mm. and what he was like and even to the point of how much I wanted him to be a bit like my grandfather, oh, yeah. um, oh, wow. which, you know, you've got to be careful so with beautiful. that, but not in, he, he definitely, the physicality was nothing like my grandfather. Yeah. It was not like that. It was more the qualities. Yeah. Mm. So this, you know, a sense of humor mm. um, and inner strength, a loyalty, just this, um, a devotion, um, a wisdom, you know, mm. all of those sort of qualities. Yeah. Um, and look, when I look back in those first couple of years, I'm like, oh my God, I dreamt about you. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so he, mm. and I think through the, the experiences that I did have, and there was a lot of mistrust with men, and there was a lot of um, hurt and, um, and fear. Mm. Um, he healed me mm. you know this this relationship meeting him and, and what we had what we have now mm. it healed me mm. um, and that sort of took place over a, a you know a number of years as my my guard and my my toughness my my the the, the armor that I created around my own heart mm. that started to mm. to cracked. melt away yeah. yeah cracked and then started to just dissolve and of course, a lot of my own self-work, self-work, self-work. Mm. But uh, he was this soul mate that mm. I'd met at the right time because mm. I met him and then things got really tough. Yeah. Um, and he was there yeah. by my side, you know. And with, with that love and support... Um, mm -hmm. That, you know, it's just... You can't get elsewhere. It's like he had your back. Just, oh, look, just holding it. Just, yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, when I look back and now I think about it now, it's, yeah, it's very emotional, very, yeah. very breathtaking. Mm. And, and so we, that was a very, very long time ago. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in your 20s when you met, is that what you well, I was turning 21. Yeah, beautiful. Wow. So we met yeah. a few weeks before my 21st and he mm. came to my 21st and met my whole family and met all my friends from uni and everyone was really excited to meet him. And um, it was a hoot of a party. And um, one of my best friends was a, she's a vocalist and she sang and um, we've just reconnected recently again actually it's just amazing and it was just such a memorable party. Uh -huh. um, there's a few other stories and people that would were there would remember and have a bit of a giggle. <laughs> um, but then that was the beginning of him coming into my life and and then everything. So enjoy came in with a lot of joy and yeah. creativity mm. around mm. you. Mm. And yeah, and then our journey, I mean, really up until 
you know, we've had the two boys, we've um, been mm. through lots of family loss. Um, we've, he's, you know, he's been in the same job for a very long time, um, but he still loves it. Yeah. He'll be retiring in about three and a half years, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But we had a separation um, about seven years ago. Uh, I think it's about that now. Mm. Um, hope we're, hopefully we're not in another seven years cycle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Um, yeah, so it was, it was tough. Mm. Um, it, you know, look, it was about, I guess, the timeline where I had, um, you know, I was doing a lot of self-work mm. and, um, it just needed to happen. So, you know, when, you know, I can sit here and say now, um, I did reach a, a, a breaking point and a cracking point where nothing was, you know, there was no mm. kind of energy meeting me in the middle. So, and, and over quite a long time, I felt like um, that I'd been supportive and holding space for that. But then I reached a point where um, it was too much. And we split up. Um, that was, yeah, that was, it was, um, it was heavy. Mm. And we thought it was forever at the time. Well, right. I definitely did. Yeah. Um, and I actually thought that, you know, once we made that move or I initiated that move, um, even though he looks back, he, even a year later, he looked back and we had conversations where he said that was the best thing we could have done. Mm. Um, but we only could say that because we got back together. Um, had we not, then, you know, obviously, who knows whether that would have been. I mean, for us now, even me sitting here today, um, I'd, I'd feel a lot of grief. Mm. I yeah, think I can I'd feel, feel that. Yeah. grief if we didn't make it happen yeah but after four months so we had that separation um it was awful Mm. it was intense it was um it was a roller coaster um there was a lot of intensity yeah Mm. of course Um, it's so hot in there in relationship you know no matter what it's It's like it is it is exactly that's exactly what it is it's a beautiful mess and And we we got to the date of signing the divorce papers oh wow yeah um, and that date was coming up and something inside me was almost like I just looked into my crystal ball and I used all of my powers, you know, and everything that I, I was practicing a lot and just kept coming back to the question, is this your truth? Mm-hmm. Is this your truth? Is this what you really want? Um, can I, can I see into my crystal ball and I would just like visualize what does my future look like? How do I feel? And even though like it didn't come up with any visuals as such, but it was a feeling. Mm. It was a feeling when I'm 10 years from now, when I'm 20 years from now, when I'm 30 years from now, what's that feeling? And his energy was really, really strong. Um, And our relationship, even though we'd been through hell that year and there were a lot, there was a lot of negativity um, there was still an energy there mm. and I spoke to my beautiful mother um, didn't have many conversations with her 
because I thought I have to own this and it really has to be my truth. And she said one thing, she had one line. She said, darling, <laughs> only you will know. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And she let me own it. Um, she knew what she wanted. <laughs> Just holding she space didn't want to lose her son-in-law and she knew um, how much she loved him mm. and how much we were meant to be together mm. but she didn't force that on me mm. she said you have to be happy and gift. only you will know mm. and just I think it was just those words and that sense of empowerment um, at that time and even though you know look the amount of practice the amount of spiritual connection that I've experienced etc um, when it comes to a lifelong relationship and those sort of decisions and when things are not are going in, in, you know, terribly wrong for many different reasons mm-hmm. um, and I was off track and, and you know, obviously it was a beginning mm. for me and in my eyes it was a beginning of his actually doing a lot of self-work mm-hmm. um, doing you know, his own writing and his own soul work Mm. Uh, which in that four months it was at light speed yeah you know he's that type of person he's cancerian as well and like my pop takes them a while to get there but when they get there Mm. they go like light speed Mm. and they get it really well because they've spent years working it out (laughs) and they usually do it much better than uh, you know and that's how i feel about him now he's he he has moved you know, at light speed, and he's um, he's basically embraced his power too, rather than uh, you know having you be the one in the relationship that does that work. Yeah, and yet definitely and himself mm. on the same path as you, but not actively doing the work. Yeah, until and that I, I learned a long mm. time ago that, um, and I think when the kids were little, and then you know with family members, never teach, never lecture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never, never, yeah, never. And almost to the point of not even sharing. Yeah. Just embody who you are. Yeah. What you do, what you practice, will come through. Mm. They're, they're not, you know, it's not show, not tell. Just allow them to feel who you are, because that's, such that's a beautiful where, piece yeah. of advice right there. That's mm. a practice yeah. that is, um, you know, it does take time, but mm. it's an art form. Just embody who you are and. And that was my philosophy leading right up. And um, and I think allowing that space for then when we did get back together, because, uh, you know, I mean, the day that we were meant to be signing the divorce papers and um, he could sense, he could sense that I was not ready, mm. not willing, not able. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, he looked at me, you know, he was just like, staring into my eyes and the same eyes I fell in love with yeah um and yeah he um he said I'm only going to say this one more time for the rest of my life you know thinking that this was his last opportunity before we crossed that line Mm. and I'll keep it sacred what he said yeah but um we can all imagine yeah. something <laughs> beautiful <laughs> and romantic <laughs> and powerful. Well, and it was, you know what it was? It was a fierce, yeah. fierce truth. Yeah. yeah. And I felt that he had really done so much work to the point where there was a power 
and a truth in him that I hadn't seen yeah. so strong. Mm. And that's what that's what ignited, reignited yeah. me. Yeah. And uh, and from that point on, it wasn't easy. Yeah. You know, for anyone who's done this, got back together, they know it's still really painful. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, there's always there's you together Mm -hmm. first and second party Mm -hmm. there might be the second party could be your close confidants your mom your counselor your kinesiologist i was seeing a kinesiologist um Mm -hmm. but then there's the third party opinions Mm -hmm. and everybody else's opinions and everybody else (laughs) which they seem so willing to share (laughs) Um, and also you know the, the the ones that like to take sides and yeah. make things a little bit messy on the outside which is only mm. their own stuff isn't it around their own views on 100%. relationship it's wild yeah 100 percent. so anyway that um that is what it is and mm. i had to hold space for that because <laughs> um, not only for yourself but for everybody else around mm. me mm. holding the space so you're not yeah. bringing that in on top and, of you yeah i guess i always want to practice what i preach yeah you know it's like well is this what you teach mm. is this what is this what you want to embody mm. so it's kind of like refraining um coming back to me okay you know all of the the intensity that's coming up for me um and dealing with that first mm. so bringing myself back to a place of satnam remembering me and um a place of peace mm. um, and that's coming and back truth. What, oh, do I, what do yeah, i want truth what do I want? Mm. yeah so anyway, that was it. We we um, we spent a year healing, and then probably another year really getting laser focused about what's working, what's not working. Yeah. So we would always do at the end of the year or halfway through the year or birthdays or times on holidays, for example. So good. we'd reconnect and say, what's what's working really well? What do mm. we love? Mm. And what's not working? What's mm. shit? Yeah, you know. And that look that awakening through our relationship for both of us i mean the growth Mm -hmm. the truth the vulnerability the cracking open the really owning your own shit Mm. you know really owning your own stuff and taking accountability Mm. Um, stop blaming it's always come back to yourself and look um this is our example and you know there's there's many other beautiful loving souls and people that are willing to do the work where this this happens or it has the potential when things aren't going well there's a Mm. there's always a an infinite potential um but then there's the low vibration the high vibration where that as we know in the last few years that's that's cracking open that's not working anymore um it's you know i'm not an advocate for staying together at all costs no way but there's so much joy yeah. in pushing through um you know the stories and pushing through where we're stuck and where we're complacent and where we're um not seeing anymore for yeah. all those reasons yeah. that are or, part of who we are or not pushing through or surrendering mm. yeah surrendering and resetting because mm. that's what i find and you know look the whole yoga aparigraha stop forcing stop pushing what is what's blocked what do we need to allow what do we need to surrender you know Mm. the whole point of shavasana and experiencing bliss so that we can have Mm. uh, you know an infinite Mm. connection with ourselves 
and there's no pushing and forcing in that you know there's there's a flow there's and you know what I guess my my quest now um, if I could say moving forward in relationship it's with ease and grace and always coming back to myself mm. you know because I know now that I have the power to embody what I believe in and affect people in my environment even when it doesn't look like it mm. yeah and sometimes that's perception as well mm. Mm. if you can witness mm. yourself you know witness your own thoughts witness your own emotions witness your own body stay on your own path mm-hmm. you know if we all did that instead of she's doing this he's doing that um, and look sometimes paths are not congruent mm. and, and that's, that's okay. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's we okay. also live in yeah. a world now yeah. where everything's disposable you know it's like I think with a lot of the younger generation, um, you know, the, what you're talking about and the way that you handled that was so beautiful to you mm. and Scott. But these days it's like the grass is always greener. You know, it's like everything's instant. We can yeah. have whatever we want instantly. Yeah. And that is relationship as well. Yeah. You know. but, and, the, and there's, you know, there's a consequence to that. Absolutely. Because we all know we can have what we want instantly. Mm. Um, and you know, when we're younger, we try those things. But how does that? Is, is there that a going? fulfillment in that? Mm. Is there happiness in that? Is there peace in that? There's no longevity is there truth in it. In that, mm. um, that's the little questions we have to go back yeah. to. And I was going to say, there's one one kind of default that I always have. You know, I always ask, "What would love do in yes. any situation?" Yeah. Mm. Um, and it just brings me back, you know, to to me, and then mm. I'm feeling a lot more certain yeah yeah and you know speaking of love mm. <laughs> <laughs> two of my the most beautiful I mean, four-letter words yeah. <laughs> i mean and so you know um we, we we we've always had love um scott and i've always had love and, and and now it's you know it's definitely going to another level not that it's perfect and it never will be no because mm. we aren't you know we're not perfect but there's definitely a practice in place and and i have you know through a lot of students and a lot of friends and even family members but i'm always the one i'm always the one doing the work i'm always the one doing the counseling and the sessions and this and that Mm -hmm. and you know i noticed that when i was younger and i noticed that a lot of feedback comes back to me as um you know, as a, I guess, a teacher, and I have been doing a lot of coaching. That's because we're women. Yes. And we <laughs> are, we're very powerful creatures. We've got hundreds of more hormones than men scientifically. <laughs> we're complicated, but yet it, there's, a, there's mm-hmm. an incredible power to that. Mm. Um, less is more. Less is more that I've learnt that on my mm. journey. Um, but we, you know, the, the, what is the WO with mm. the man? Mm-hmm. What does the WO and the woman stand for? What is it? You know, is it That's a big wise? Question. Is it mm. openness? Is it, I mean, look, there's so many different interpretations around that, but I just feel 
we do the work because we can hold the space we have the capacity and that's the feminine as well mm. the feminine vulnerability compassion openness some men have that some men have more of that feminine quality and it's really it's just the feminine energy nothing yeah. to do with male female mm. um so yeah i think that's that's why that's why we choose and we're drawn to this sort of work um having said that there's some men doing incredible work in this field as well but where they're drawn from mm. our love um came jack and tom mm. and i mean any woman who mm. has given birth knows that that is an awakening um i did choose the natural path mm-hmm. um you know, halfway through, I regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the delivery point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had my natural birthing plan. I read this book called The Art of Joyful Birthing. Um, I was so dedicated to it. And I created a, 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 video, a video called Pregnant and Proud of It. That's right. Joe, yeah. 28 oh, years ago, did some photos because yes. you were pregnant with, with Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, and I heard in one of your other podcasts, one of the, the ladies, and she was talking about plant medicine, giving birth to the universe. Mm. And I felt, you know, when she said that, that's how I felt. Mm. But, you know, Mother Nature takes over. And I felt like I gave birth to the universe twice, mm. different ways, um, different planets. They're both on different planets. Mm. Um, but it was really, really powerful. And they have been my greatest teachers mm. as much as, you know, and the, you know, marriage and the relationship, definitely, and all my relationships, but definitely the children, you know, they're here to, to teach us. And Jack is 28 oh. and Tom's um, 26, turning 27 in a couple of months. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 So, it, look, you know, and children, wow, they're, you know, they're just such a huge part of our awakening. Oh. Everything that we go through with them. And you know, when Tom was younger, we went through a lot with him because being an artist and being really strong with his art, right brain child in a left brain world, yeah. um, there were a lot of challenges in the early years. Yeah. And how do they survive? You know, we yeah. really need to look after these beautiful artists of the world. Oh, totally. um, and that's an awakening mm. too for the world. It's treasuring our artists mm. that are telling these stories and keep mm. evoking us to be as humanly possible and to feel, mm. you know, like we're living in a world sometimes all of that technology and desensitized mm-hmm. material that we're looking at or is out there yeah. and we're trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> and losing connection with creating things ourselves. Mm. And, I, and I was just reflecting back to that classroom situation you're talking about when he, Tom was younger mm. and thinking, you know, I know it is hard, you know, when you have a classroom of children, but... Mm rather than disconnecting the ones that aren't keeping up or whatever mm. for whatever reason that 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 joy for the whole class that is that team mm. and that unity from finding a rhythm that works for everybody in the class yeah because uh you know to there's always kids in the class that think i i can't paint mm. but love painting mm. and they have these complexes around you know how bad their art is or this or mm, that mm. and yet the kid next to them is 
so talented mm. and that unity that can be created yeah. with yeah, the right of the comparison and then the, the shutting down and yeah. opening everyone up yeah. at that age is so, mm. so mm. It's such a beautiful thing to think about as, uh, for young children to that's so amazing you just said that because my sister now runs work, art workshops in our in my studio oh, amazing yeah we're trying to get her in every couple of months because we did we did one and everyone loved it so we had another one a Christmas one and the first one I was hosting serving food you know, hostess with the most sex. Yeah. Really love people being in the studio. I'm so excited to share yeah. her because yeah. she's so talented and she loves what she does. Anyway, so that was great. And she's looking at me like, well, wait a minute, aren't you painting? Oh, and she oh. wasn't happy that, oh, I yeah. wanted to teach you something yes. because she's always come on retreats and stuff. And I said, no, 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 not this one because I've got – and I, I don't want to paint. <laughs> and I, I can't paint. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> and then I'm like um, – Oh no, I'm do I'll do the next one. <laughs> anyway, so we planned the next one. She held me to it. You're doing yeah. this one and she had it all set up. Anyway, I loved, loved it. it. Absolutely loved it. Um, mine did look a little bit like someone at preschool, but that's fine. That's you expressing was, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. I was, I was pretty happy with that. Um, but it was so much fun and I, I really enjoyed the connection and I mean look, people do some incredible things yeah. with art. Yeah couple of people there that I mean talk about not, not even painted before mm-hmm. and but just always wanted to and wow their yeah. art was incredible so yeah I completely relate to that and that the connection and mm. um but yeah a little bit off the beaten track I just felt like this the whole raising children and everything they go through no matter what you're going through with your children I mean the teen years were really difficult for mm-hmm for me <laughs> with Jack <laughs> he um, yeah he wanted to rattle every cage mm. in the universe <laughs> um, I think I don't know if he'd agree with me but he did want to shock me a yeah. lot and he would almost enjoy my reaction sometimes if he shared something like oh too much information honey yeah um, but he you know as I said before, he taught me to step up. Um, I found an inner strength and a fierceness and some boundaries mm. um, that I guess were always there. But yeah, it just reminded me, okay, mm. this is what you need from me. Um, it was also a lesson on an awakening for a mother on letting go. Yeah. Um, even at 18. Um, yeah. I mean, There's no I, other tie. There's no other time. No, no, yeah. no. Like the parent, mm. the, uh, oh, and the I'll umbil- speak for the yeah. mother, the yeah. mother and a child. The umbilical cord. Even, I think, look, I've got friends and family that are even step parents. Yeah. And I think it's that heart connection that I'm, yes. I've looked after yeah. you. I want to keep looking after yeah. you. I love you. Absolutely. And it's, it's that soul connection that you have. And yeah. they, these children have you know they've chosen you absolutely uh, to somehow help you be awake and expand <laughs> wake up elevate yeah. whatever it is to absolutely grow, um and to realize who you are mm-hmm. um to really grow into you know who you're meant to be so you know they're, they're still on their journey they're young boys in mm. their 20s and yeah. um it's uh I love what you said before about relationships, our greatest, and you know, in families and, mm. and our greatest spiritual Just assignments. Yeah. <laughs> that really resonated. That's so true, though. Mm. It's like they they're are. our biggest reminders. And before, earlier, when you said about the 
woe. What are we in that woman, the woe? Yeah. Yeah. And I read something the other day about the womb because the next thing you yeah. started talking about was Where's the birth. The, yeah. um, and, you know, the woman, we hold the the universe in our yeah. womb. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're birthing. And you yes. did say we're yeah. birthing the universe. Yes. I'm like, sitting here going, of yes. course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that may be the woe in the yeah. woman, you know, True. the yeah. womb where we the hold womb. everything, yeah. you know. And the sacral energy. So the sacral energy being this um, this birthing of creativity. Absolutely. This connection to mm. our feelings, to yeah. our connection to ourselves and others, to um, feeling good about ourselves, feeling good mm. about life. Mm. And that we're always on a quest for that, aren't we? Yeah. Feel good about ourselves, feel good about life. And that and love and, and peace and happiness are our mm, our yeah. um, our greatest intentions. Um, so yeah, it's definitely thinking. all coming from that sacral Svadhisthana womb mm-hmm. energy. Because yep. um, yeah. there's a name for it, and I always forget what it's called. But uh, when I first read about it, I just it made me cry because it was that what you said about the umbilical cord mm. and how as a, during the pregnancy our cells pass into the child and the child's mm. cells pass into us um, and when they're born the, you know our cells are still with our child mm. um, and their cells are still with us and mm. uh, so we we are physically energetically oh. soulfully lovingly connected, connected in always. so many ways and mm. sometimes I think that is so involved in what is actually playing out yeah. in our relationship. <laughs> and we forget about that part of it because we've got this person in front of us that is actually of us and they are of us, but yet we're two unique, mm. yeah. powerful, incredible human beings mm. in our own right. Mm. Um, so true. Yeah. So, so, true. Many, so many, so many uh, aspects to what mm. we are to each other. Mm. Um, so when you're talking about your boys, you know, yeah. there's just this beautiful feeling in the room of just this, you know, we're all resonating with yeah, that, that journey of yeah. of how you're experiencing those relationships mm, mm. And, and seeing them grow. And, and I've noticed since oh, the last two years, um, especially this year, excuse me, last year, we're in a new year now, <laughs> so tw- 2022, especially 2022, there's been an incredible shift for both of them. Mm a real stepping into and I think because of what happened in 2020 um, you know we lost two family members and we had there was um, some pretty intense um, breakdowns um, and then 2021 a lot of that was healing mm. 2020 yeah. <laughs> and then wow last year 2022 um, and 222 big significant numbers I think I shared in the last year um, you know both my brothers had 2222 yeah. in there passing date so um, I was a bit nervous about last year mm-hmm. because of the twos yeah. um, having just you know two brothers pass with all the twos I was a bit nervous um, and because mum got really really unwell mm. um, but she's turned the corner she's definitely turned the corner and we're in 2023 yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you um, and but last year for the boys wow it's yeah. a big big transition um, in stepping into their full fullness you know even greater um, more expansive way and um, just yeah the light and the happiness Mm. and owning their their purpose Um, and yeah that's incredibly like I mean after everything we've been through 
Um, and I don't think of me. I think more collectively. Yes, everything we've yeah. been through. Um, oh, it's just the greatest sense of fulfilment to have your children uh, land on their feet and feel safe and happy and, and, and have a light. You know, have a light that they're holding. You're saying all this and yeah. I'm thinking, do you think this is a little reflection of you, where you were at too? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. It's yeah. like, you yeah, know, tw- what... Late 20s. Well, even yeah. like yeah. just over, you know, just everything you're saying, it's just mm. like the whole certainty, mm. finding, you know, like knowing where you're going, mm. seeing yeah. more of your light, yeah. a lot more of your light. Yeah. They absolutely go hand in hand. They I think do, they yeah. fuel each yeah. other, don't they? Like, you know, it's almost like... Light, 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 yeah. light. You know, this ladder oh, yeah. of you know yeah, the lanterns. Light. Uh, yeah, and that in your family home to feel yeah. that it um, is an essence that yeah. I don't know sparks you like nothing else. Mm. You know you, mm. your own journey that you've been sharing and 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 how much you've invested mm. I think into that. Yeah. But to you know have it in your space. It's like yeah. what you were trying to say, Joe, is like. A reflection of yourself. It's it's contagious to everybody around you. Yeah, and Mm. it's exactly what you've been talking about. You know, practicing what you preach throughout Mm. your whole life. You've been Mm. doing that, and now you've got these two beautiful boys that are living, walking Mm. examples Mm. of that. Mm. Mm. So beautiful. And you know, they wouldn't let me take all that credit. No, 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 (laughs) absolutely (laughs) not. And definitely, their, their, their father has been an incredible influence. So I guess in an esoteric and in a spiritual way and an emotional, um, emotional intelligence way, um, uh, definitely. And, and also, I guess from early years, very. Uh, I've always been very self motivated, and you know, very obviously from everything that I've shared, quite self empowered from an early age. So I feel. That has mm. definitely had an impact. I feel that. Um, uh, but as Scott is, he's the ground warrior. Yeah. He's the earth. You know, I, I am earthy. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't reverberate. <laughs> um, and I love, you know, I love hiking and getting my feet on the sand. And, mm. you know, I love Mother Earth so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the power that we get and how much we need to appreciate what we have every single day um but he is very earthy and um practical practical. yeah practical yeah Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a nice balance really and and, and also he's you know details yeah details that sometimes um i know now i run a business i've got to be a micromanager in (laughs) Mm. some respects but um i've always been uh, I guess better at the bigger picture, yeah, and the production side of things, mm-hmm. and less is more mm. approach, mm-hmm. um, and the trust that I know why I'm doing this, a hundred percent with all my heart, know why I'm doing this, how I'm going to do it, that will unveil. We'll work itself. that out as we go. Yeah, that will reveal itself. <laughs> I just trust in that, and a lot of that comes from the work that yeah. we do. You know, the practice. So whether it's the whatever you know whatever you're feeling into like people come had this mm-hmm. student come mm-hmm. this morning and say what should i do mm-hmm. where do i start and you know here's the five class trial offer why don't you just try it like you know you this is your test taste menu mm. see yeah. what you like 
sample each of them mm. because everyone's different and yeah. then once you get more experience like for me I know what I need on certain days so certain days I need kundalini certain days I need yin it might be that I need kundalini in the morning and yin in the afternoon mm. might I need a good strong vinyasa practice or yesterday afternoon it was a nice chill flow or a yeah. nice hatha bliss sort of practice so um you know it's tuning into yourself so that you feel supported daily it's mm. a funny it's, thing because the, the, otherwise the channels get well. clogged yeah the channels get clogged and we forget mm. Mm. we forget our, our why and we forget who we really are and we forget how to be happy we forget how to relax you know mm. sort of an autopilot as well isn't it Mm. yeah I've just been thinking about this just exactly what you've just been saying because I've lived pretty much in the flow not like just mm. winging it you know and it's not until and now I'm in my 50s I've been going okay so I know <laughs> that walking in the morning makes me feel great so I'm gonna even though I you know sometimes struggle mm. to get out of bed really early I know that it makes me feel good or yoga if I'm not mm. walking then I'll do some yoga mm. um, but I was really unaware of those things if that's you know if that makes sense it's like not till I've got to an age and I know there's some listeners that'll be like that are really structured in their way that they've mm. grown up right from a young age you mm. know knowing what they like the what rituals. their body needs and all that yeah. I've never been one to listen mm. Mm. and I'm only starting to do that now mm. it's an interesting mm. thought mm. and that's the huge part of the awakening absolutely mm. and we're all so it's different tuning in yeah, yeah absolutely Mm. Um, very very different but also very the same yeah yeah <laughs> there's a lot of sameness there's a lot of you know connection that we share and things that work for all of us but mm. it's just fine-tuning mm, but what flavor do I like yeah mm. do I need or structure texture do I not need structure how you thrive yeah because we're you know we're all composed I guess some of us have got a stronger earth element yeah so it has a stronger ether yep. or air or water or fire yes mm. so you're going to relate relate a little bit differently mm. you know? so there's another aspect as well as where you don't you might feel it no kind of know what you need mm. but then you you put yourself down the list mm. so mm. what you know of um not perhaps choosing to give yourself what you need mm. which is also i guess just saying that reflects back to what you said way back about suppression mm. and then there's a <laughs> release a that comes somehow yeah. but would that be an element as well like there's that kind of a type of person like if that's um say perhaps doesn't hold space for themselves so much as much as they hold space for others or um i wouldn't say that's an element so no. you know your elements being you know the the type for energy so the the earth, air, water, fire, ether that we're all composed of yeah. and some of us are a little bit stronger than others but um, if we're not holding space for ourselves that's um, that tends to be like a samskara, a mind impression from the past or from the way past, mm -hmm. um, a mind impression that affects our behaviour today Okay. Um, and then that becomes a, a, a matter of retraining or reframing that thought Mm. and reframing therefore that energy and that behavior and that choice yeah yeah um so just, you have to recognize it, that and then i guess that's yeah shining the light on that yeah shining the light on that and mm. and then how does that serve us i mean 
you know, once you start to do this sort of work, it's always coming back to why. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What's my intention? And maybe also your sankalpa, what's your heartfelt desire? Mm. What is your heartfelt desire? And is this in, is this in that direction? Mm. The, the only other thing um, that I didn't share um, last time. Yeah, let's not miss anything. No. Was the, um, <laughs> I had this terrible bacterial infection. Oh, yeah, oh, you did mention that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you nearly uh, died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a small thing. <laughs> I did. I did forget about that because that, um, I guess, yeah, as I said before, time and, and everything, but trying to fill everything in. But I picked it up in Bali and uh, I got back and I was just... Where really, are we? Like what age? Have you had kids? Was this Yeah, younger? this was... Um, I'd gone to Bali to do a Zentai Shiatsu course. Yeah. Um, the kids were a bit older and, you know, I had relatives and helping Scott, well, mums mainly. And, yes, yeah, so I was there for... It was nearly three weeks. It was a big stint, but, um, you know, it was a really beautiful part of Bali and it was an incredible course where, um, you know, we immersed in this eight, ten hours a day. And I was contracted to be the yoga teacher at the beginning of the, the schedules. And they were hectic schedules. And we mm-hmm. started at 5 a.m. and went, you know, right till dinner time. Um, and, and then I was learning the Sentai Shiatsu method, uh, massage technique, which Amazing. is it's beautiful mm-hmm. in itself. Um, so absolutely love the experience. But when I got home, I lost a lot of weight, but that was mainly because of all of the 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 energy that was going out and the massaging mm. all day and, and the heat and everything yoga, the, yeah. Heat. Yeah. Um, the quality of the food yes was beautiful yeah um, but there was a stop between where we were which is on the east side of Bali near the volcano which has escaped my mind at the minute but right on the beautiful east side Jazri and then we stopped at I think it was Seminyak mm-hmm. um, and I had something to eat there um, it was just like a, some kind of rice bowl and I just felt off in the belly and then I was on the bathroom quite a lot. Yeah. Um, in the bathroom quite a lot. <laughs> we got, and we knew exactly what yes. you meant. <laughs> then when I got home, I was just really, really unwell. I just, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And I sort of went to see the doctor a couple of times but it, it turned out that I had an infection that I'd let it go a little bit too long. Um, I was taking antibiotics, but it just got worse. Mm. And then it got to the point where I could hardly walk. The pain was intense. I ended up in hospital and I was on a drip. Wow. Um, Which was all fine, you know, bacterial infection, urinary, kidney infection, on a drip, antibiotics, that whole story. Mm. Had an allergic reaction. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Didn't know that that was happening, but um, after a couple of days, I was getting worse. Um, to the point where I couldn't get out of bed, I couldn't move my legs, I could hardly lift my arms. Wow. Um, I was so dehydrated, I thought I was in the desert and I was going to die. Wow. It was just um, excruciating and the pain was excruciating. Um, and they were sort of fumbling around, Didn't it was a hospital on the Gold Coast and they're fumbling around for, it. oh my God, it was nearly two days. and. Scott thought I was actually going to die. Mm. It was so bad. And it was almost like I felt like I was shutting down. And a doctor came in, like, and was sort of obviously the intensity was up and it was being rushed through all these scans. And he said, I think she's having an allergic reaction. And so then 
So I started to reverse everything. It took me one year oh, to wow. get over that. Yeah. So your whole system was... Oh, messed up. Yeah. 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 And so therefore, since then, the super sensitivity... Yeah, right. To, you know, I mean, look, having... That was um, 2012. So now we're coming up 11 years. But And I would say that this year... Yeah. I'm fully healed. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, my energy and the work that I've done on myself with herbs and supplements and, you know, the good quality um, organics. And, yeah. you know, some people say, oh, wish I could be as healthy as you. Um, some people are forced to be healthy. Yeah. Um, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You've really got to make choices to survive. Mm. And you've got to make choices so that you can still function. Absolutely. Um, and when you're aware of your body too, to be mm. that sick, mm. you don't want to be that unwell for very long, do you? Like you, you, there's a great motivation to feel back into your, being yourself again. Yeah, mm. I still it's taught. A big road. Mm. I mean, I came out of hospital and there was a few weeks but that I went back and I taught totally different. Mm-hmm. And my clients mm. at the time were older and, um, you know, they loved it. And they could see that I struggled to walk and I struggled to sit and I struggled to do a lot of things. And mm. they're like, wow, but you can still do yoga yeah and that's the beauty you know you can adapt so much no matter what you're going through I have so many students now and because they've been with me for so long and you know I share lots of things over the time and so no matter what they're going through I say the Mm. most important thing is just keep showing up yeah that's the hardest thing yeah especially when you're going through stuff whether it's mental emotionally mentally connected it's um, physical Mm. yeah Mm. a lady that's really did you know, um, debilitated with her foot at the moment. She's um, had an accident and she still keeps coming and there's yeah. so much that she can do. And she's learning to modify. I mean, you know, we've obviously over the years been, been so many modifications and options given, but she's learning to modify. Mm. And she experiences another level so that she didn't experience before. She's still experienced the bliss in Shavasana, still experienced the the mental clearing and the nervous mm. system reset in the breath work and the mantra, mm. whatever it is. Um, but when, when I was in hospital um, and things were, you know, pretty intense and um, I remember not being able to move and being on the drip and looking out the window and even though I could fit, sense everyone getting quite fearful and um, there was just an energy shift. Mm. But I looked out the window and there was this incredible tree. Um, it was just the most, I can still see it. It <laughs> makes me emotional. Um, and there was this incredible tree and the, and the sun was hitting the tree and the, the light that was coming through the window. And I remembered these mantras that I'd been practicing that, and what they meant. Uh-huh. And obviously the, you know, the, there's one called the, um, Mangala mantra was a protective mantra. And I just started to sort of sing that. Mm. I, you know, someone had opened the door and I'd, I'd stop singing, but people would come in and say, are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but it gave me so much relief and so much strength and peace. Um, I just felt like I held space, you know, through yeah. a time that was... Um, pretty scary mm. um, but it wow what an awakening and what a lesson in no matter what you're going through draw on those
those tools. Mm. You know, we, we've got these tools, we've got these ancient rituals and tools for a reason. Absolutely. And it's to help us through the toughest time and to have a self-empowerment kit. Mm. And even, even in the art of dying, you know, people are, oh, you know, you've got your family, you've got all these people, but I've seen it. You know, and that's why I'm always there yeah. for someone in my family. Mm. I'm right there by their sides because I've seen it firsthand when someone's dying. They die alone. Some, yeah. A lot of people die alone. Yeah. Um, whether that's sometimes a choice. I know for, for my dad it was a choice. Um, he knew I was on my way, but yeah, people, you know, they for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, well, those mantras that you were singing, as you say, oh. like when you, you could have possibly been moments away from death any moment if, you know, as you say, everything was shutting down, you had no control over your yeah. movements. Um, to and be in that space where you're channeling that energy is a, is a protection, yeah. which is perfect. But you're connecting with the nature out the window as well. Yeah. You're oh, actually so holding, holding space yeah. for your body yeah. to hold in there, be strong, yeah. focus on an energy field that is sustaining to you even though there's so much going wrong. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. But it was almost like there was an angel light um, coming out of this tree and I just, I was transfixed. I couldn't get, and, and every time someone left the room, I'd respect anyone who came into the room, especially those beautiful nurses. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was one particular nurse, she was African-American, and she just had this really old-school, loving, nurturing way. And, oh, you know, look, when someone's unwell and, you know, the kindness mm. people show in those moments mm. and the nurture in those moments, gee, we need more of that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's so amazing beautiful. compassion, isn't it? But as soon yeah. as someone would leave the room, that light would come up in the tree. I would be transfixed by that and I would just sing mantra. Mm. And it was just, it held me really strong and it was, uh, and, you know, possibly a very big part of um, what got you supporting through. me through mm. physically it's funny, and emotionally, we don't, like we the don't, strength. Yeah, mm. put enough significance on all of those modalities, like the prayer, for instance, or meditation, or having an altar, or yes. um, yeah. the mantras, and all of those wonderful things that we, a lot of people class as like woo woo or whatever. It's mm. like, oh, hang on a minute, mm. you know. I, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, I, I, I think. If anyone's still saying woo-woo, yeah. <laughs> honestly, because the amount of people, I mean, I've got, you know, 18-year-olds to 70-year-olds that come in and with, you know, our altar and mm. our mantra and and they just yeah. are so fulfilled yeah. and so grateful and mm. so... Um, well, they're feeling the authenticity of it. Their life's changed. Mm. Their life's changed. Mm. And um, I guess we... I still keep it very grounded, you know, and... Yeah. and and no one, you know, no one is on a pedestal. It's, we're all just beautiful, you know, souls finding our way um, and navigating the tough times. But I think essentially what I mentioned in the last episode, the end of the last episode is essentially learning to, um, to be that wahe guru, that infinite, ecstasy that infinite light and yeah. thriving yeah thriving in love thriving in yeah. happiness thriving in you know the joy of each other um yeah slowing really. down enough to be able mm. to embrace that yeah yeah that seems to be quite a big theme isn't it yeah. Yeah. you know 
and where your studio creates that space for people to be able to come in and, as you say, choose the different modalities that you're offering, like whether it's more Yang style, more Yin style, mm. you know. Uh, and you know, some people are not even ready to come awesome. in. They mm. just sit outside. <laughs> they sit at the coffee shop next outside and they, they can tell feel me. It. Yeah. I just sit here because I can feel what's going on in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they just, they love the vibration. They love all the, the, the people that come out. They say they just pour out and everyone's just got this happy, blissful mm. look on their face. And so I don't even mind if people don't come as long as in some way there's this energy vibration that's affecting mm. and then you know my purpose is is um it, you know feels fulfilled and um what i set out to achieve is um you know it, it, it's a really good feeling that mm. um that you, when you believe in something so strongly and you see it before your eyes yeah manifesting Mm. It's it's a very very powerful feeling, um, and one that I want for the rest of my life. And I think um, now you know I mentioned you know the travel with Scott and, but we are at a, a space in time where um, it is about us. You know, it's uh, it, I've kind of been of service to the community, and of service, um, and I still will be. But I feel like it's, it's like when you've done your apprenticeship and you've done your trade mm-hmm. and you've worked really hard on yourself and mm-hmm. the practices and you've worked really hard on setting up a business that's going to be sustainable mm. to support people. Because yeah. essentially, that's what a business needs to be doing, supporting people, yeah. mm. um, including yourself. But that's the point. That's yeah. the service. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's just a self-service, um, so be it. But for me, it just, just doesn't do it for me. Mm. And it sounds like you're kind of talking about um, you're moving into a next phase, like um, where you're, you've done your service in the community. Now there's a bit of a calling or a big calling to some service to yourself and to your partner and having some time and some play around what that is. But and having what you're setting up within your business um, continue on with its own life force and in and out of that as you choose or are able because of what you're choosing to honour in your relationship to yourself and to your partner. But then I straight away hear, well, I can just see in you, Madonna, that that might have a time span, Mm. whatever that might be, a year, two years, five years. But then, you know, Madonna's going to be doing this work when she's 90. Yeah. (laughs) I can't see a limit on on your. Yeah, no, no. I think you. <laughs> you no, that, that is exactly. You've nailed it. That is it's exactly right. It's like a reset right. opportunity, isn't because it? Refresh. <laughs> I wanted to create something where I tr- I'm training other teachers. I mean, we have twelve other teachers. Amazing. So mm. they're all on board. These these beautiful souls that are, are teaching from their hearts and with their their strong commitment to service. Mm. They're holding space for the community as well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a hundred percent invested. Um, you're right. It is in a, a time and space where Scott and I will be honouring more of ourselves, and especially as he moves towards retirement. Yeah. Um, but I always say to the students, "When do you think I should retire?" 
<laughs> and they look at me blankly. Yeah. Huh? And they're like, <laughs> what? And I said, because you know what I'm feeling? Mm. I'm feeling that one day, um, and I don't know when. Yeah. How can you, how can you say? Um, Especially when you love so much. You no, love something no, so much. No, but what I was going to say yeah. was one day when I'm, you know, whatever age, and it yeah. could be 90, that I'll be in Shavasana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I'll demonstrate Shavasana. And I just won't get up. Yeah. I'll just see but a I light them. floating towards yeah. the sky. <laughs> How beautiful. And it'll be Madonna just. <laughs> uh, and I won't get up, and that'll be my final class, my mm. final Shavasana. Because that's what we're preparing for, right? Mm. You know, the art of letting go peacefully. Um, but they laugh, you know. Yeah. They, uh, they know me. I don't want to end the episode that on that scene, note. No, but. no, it's that, it's that scene in Kung Fu Panda, isn't it, when the, the master, the turtle, tortoise, turtle disintegrates under the tree as he's saying his last words to his people that always makes me cry yeah (laughs) but um what a gift as a teacher though to be creating that community with your yeah with your um Mm. your students as in your teachers Mm. and because you know when you think about what is your legacy that we what is you know as in when you're talking about departing and there's always well not always occasionally that thought what am I leaving behind? What's mm. what are people going to miss about me when I go? You know, did it different variations around that? But will ta- she ever go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she ever going to get Never. off that? Never. <laughs> you know, the legacy of what you leave behind. You know, yeah. and to 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 impart your learnings mm. and mm. you know. And I'm I'm still learning. Mm. You know, I'm still growing, even though I kind of you know at that I I feel like the last stage you know of life if you've got four stages you know 25 years times four I feel like I am you know moving towards that last stage um maybe not not quite not quite not quite I am moving towards that last stage and um I you're in your third quarter yeah I still feel like I'm growing um and but you know you know what I'm loving Besides, obviously, the practice mm-hmm. and the sharing and the connection, but I am I'm putting myself in really uncomfortable situations. And By I'm choice, lean, is it? Yeah, like, right. like this. Yeah. Yeah, like great. Lean, leaning, into, <laughs> leaning into a vulnerability and a truth that I've always shared in very, very small circles or one or two people. Um, getting out of my own way mm. so that people can relate and say okay um there, there's definitely a way to navigate this you know i'm not lost and i'm not lonely and this is not um i'm not i am indestructible yeah you know? i am yeah. an indestructible spirit um that was part of our theme this morning i am an indestructible spirit um which is like without that. question mm. i think that's question. a real theme for mm. 2023 mm. is like that certainty Mm. is becoming quite strong. Well, it, it, you know, our eternal, unchanging nature, our inner truth is... Exactly that. It's indestructible. Just, it's, yeah. um, it's infinite. It's unquestionable. Um, obviously, well, not obviously, but like as far as I feel, there's a lot of mystery. Yeah. Um, and that's good. That's great. It's, it's good that, not to know everything. I agree. And and scientists can prove so much, but it's good not to know everything because therefore 
you're always learning it's like when you you rest on your laurels and you you know you think you know it all or whatever but you lose energy when, I think that it's that getting mm, outside your comfort zone it's what you said I think that's where we need to go more because mm, we mm. learn so much about ourselves mm. in those moments and that's where the courage yeah. yep um, the vulnerability mm-hmm. but our biggest transformations happen absolutely in those, in those zones and um, what am I doing this year that's outside my comfort zone this <laughs> um, um, oh look business is always stretching me mm. business is you know really stretches me because I'm creative and it's I part love of the my spiritual yeah. teachings mm. they call it bricks and mortar for yes. nothing no. <laughs> but business is important like mm. you know um, I have a business coach who I absolutely love dearly and she was a student who she feels um, you know the teachings I don't like to say my teachings or my classes but the teachings help to transform her and transform her business so now she is helping me with mine and beautiful yeah she's Mm. she's quite powerful and and significant in that arena and i've always found business really challenging um most people do i guess um because you're dancing between holding it together in a business sense which can be a very masculine energy and then all of this you know this beautiful part that i feel I can do quite naturally mm. um, but the business needs to be strong to sustain what it is that your service is mm. so this part you know I mean the yang and the yin go together yeah um, so mm. I've, I've learnt that the hard way you know through over the years I've learnt that the hard way but um, haven't we all in mm-hmm. some respect whether you've learnt Whatever you've learnt through the hard way, mm. yeah, um, that's all part of this awakening. The but business think, is, yeah. you know, the the energy <clears throat> um, exchange is important to sustain the service, mm. you know. And the service is what you love and what you're passionate about, and and how many people that well, I, I want to help infinite numbers of people. So, um, you know, that's where. I had to get my head around, okay, well, business is important to sustain this. Is it, it's a bridge to communicate all that. And I think there's a lot of change around business now too because there's – so like you said about your business coach and, you know, how you're choosing to honour what your business is about. So many businesses, you know, are, you know, hating saying the words new age in the way that they are functioning – because they are, they realise they have to have a bottom profit line. They have to be mm. able to pay bills and things like mm. that. But they are still, one of, you know, the strongest pillars in their business infrastructure is around um, what's important to them and the service that they're offering. Yeah, you know, those yeah. things aren't discarded, or they're not the smaller pillars, or you know, it's there's a massive change around yeah. how businesses are. We do have to kind of round it off, and yep. I would love to round it off with something a little bigger than the business. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to come back to the indestructible spirit because for me, that's yeah, that that's thing it. around. I agree. A I soul having beautiful. a human experience, yeah. but it's yeah. a motherfucker way of saying it. <laughs> it is. I love, I love it. it. I, I really connect beautiful. with that. Yeah. It's a really powerful way to say maybe, that. Maybe a quote too. Oh yeah. About the so 
in this um, in this time, there's this Aquarian time mm. that we're we're definitely intensifying through the Aquarian age. So our Piscean values have given way to the Aquarian values. The difference being the two is very simple. Piscean values work from the ego, creating boundaries. Aquarian values have no boundaries; they are infinite. Aquarian consciousness takes you inside your soul so that you can relate to the soul in all. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's so yeah, powerful. Yeah. That's that's um, mm. that so resonates. you can relate to the soul yeah. in all. And it doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, I mean, it says no boundaries, but when you can relate to the soul in all um, and obviously that takes a lot of practice, you mm-hmm. know, it's easier said than done. Like like most things, you know, that are amazing. And that will change you and change the world there's a practice involved mm-hmm. um, yeah but that is a powerful quote it's and a beautiful quote and a really lovely one to mm. round it off with um, mm. yeah so we, beautiful. We, I, I feel is like it? it's really humid today yeah mm. and we've done really well but we I have. feel the energy is like it's just softer a, and yeah yeah, yeah. It's a, like it's compared to last time maybe i was more nervous last time as yeah, well. yeah maybe <laughs> and you've been oh. here before so you know the space yeah. it makes a difference too yeah. but yeah. um thank you so much for coming back on you're welcome we loved that we got to um open up those mm. parts that we didn't get to see last time mm. and bring it through into that movement because that quote you just shared with us kind of symbolizes mm. everything isn't it like mm. it's like a moving through life mm. all the things we experience to um stay with fresh eyes and i feel that's what you two do in your podcast like the you know this connection to the um takes you inside your soul so that you can relate to the soul in all so you're having conversations with women who are doing this kind of like really Mm. deep energy work and soul Mm. work Mm. and helping people to relate to the soul in all. That's sort of feel when I listen and that's what Mm. I feel is happening. A lot of um, self-validation, which has been really lovely and that's the feedback we've been getting is that from listeners from listeners that they mm. see a lot of themselves in different mm. listeners and being able to relate yeah mm. and that's what's really powerful the resonating we'll keep listening yeah oh, <laughs> thank you madonna <laughs> thank for you, sharing madonna. so so openly and so beautifully oh, really thank beautiful you. thank you yeah mm. yeehaw thank you for listening and remember all links to our guest are in the notes leave us a comment here or message us on Instagram how our guests today connected with you or perhaps something you wish to share a special thank you to the blissful Ksenia Luki for our theme song Joe and I will be with you next week bye ciao and boy does she sing her voice sways like a hummingbird flies like a shooting star she whispers you were never born so you will never die